So welcome back to the Expert Edge. Uh, today is killer. It's going to be so good. Uh, today's conversation is a solo episode from moi, from me. And uh, we talk about the idea of live launching to automation. So it's really how do you move from live launching model in your expert business to a more automated model? And I'm going to share with you my journey, how long it took me, which by the way, an insight is too long. <laughs> I'll share with you how long it took me. Uh, but I think you can do it a lot faster. And I think with this podcast, it's going to help you to get some insights around whether you're ready to move to automation or whether you've got a, little, a few more things to do. And it will help you to increase that speed. And if you find it helpful, make sure to share it with a friend. Send a text message. I know for me, I always listen to the podcasts that my friends text me about. Uh, if you know someone who's wanting to move to automation, uh, send them a text with this and uh, I'm sure they'll listen to it. Guys, let's get into it today all about moving from live launching to an automated model. You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities, and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. So let's talk about the launch to automation journey. Uh, it's only recently, actually, that I feel like I've really uh, started to automate our business and create more leverage uh, in terms of our promotion strategies and so on. Because I think that for many people, uh, when you first start out, there is a deep desire to want to create um, an impact, obviously, with your clients. Uh, but there's also this desire, and I, I feel like it's coming out more and more, of people wanting to work less, right? Like wanting to work less. Now, the problem is, the problem is, is that if you try to move to automation too quickly, uh, I believe, this is my opinion, but I believe that if you try to move to automation too quickly, you don't get the feedback mechanisms that a live launch or a live coaching experience gives you. And as much as it sounds amazing to, you know, have something that is just completely automated, runs by itself, which by the way, like never happens because even if you have got it automated, there's still going to be issues, there's still going to be tech glitches, there's still going to be ads you got to create, all that sort of stuff. So, I want you to realize that automation is just simply it's like moving up the automation scale. But but here's the challenge. The challenge is is that if you don't understand your audience properly, you can move to automation and really get very little, little results. And so my belief, and I know that many of the industry leaders believe this as well, and I've had many conversations with them, is that I always believe that you should launch something manually first. So what I mean by manually is running a live webinar or running a live training series or running some sort of live event or something where you can get direct feedback from your audience so that you can understand who they are. Now, when I first started coaching, one of the requirements of the coaching uh, uh, certification that I was doing was that I had to do 100 hours of free coaching, <laughs> 100 hours of free coaching. Now, I don't offer that anymore, but, but I did 100 hours. Now, 100 hours felt like a lot, uh, but what it did do was it taught me the skills I needed to learn to get good at coaching. 
It gave me great feedback on what was working, what wasn't working. And it helped me to understand what my audience really actually wanted. And so when it came to launching my workshops, for me back in the day, I would mainly run live, like live in-person workshops, usually in corporations, or I'd run some public live workshops. Uh, I didn't have a digital product until about 2017, I think it was around that time. Yeah, it was around 2017. Uh, maybe two th actually a little bit earlier when I think about it. It was probably the end of 2015, early 2016, actually. Sorry. Um, timelines are not always great for me, but but it was around that time, right? That 2016 time, early 2016 time that I created my first online product. And uh, that was my first true online product was called the Productivity Academy. Now that product, uh, I launched through a webinar the first time and it didn't sell. In fact, I sold one. Uh, I was pretty disappointed with the with the sales from it. Uh, but then I learned how to create content that sold the product because what I didn't realize was that there was a difference between the product and the offer. And this is actually something that today, the day of the recording of this podcast, uh, I'm actually about to, in about an hour and a half, um, run a workshop for our, our Self From Stage Elite coaching group. That's our implementation group that I run multiple workshops throughout the year and today is all about creating an irresistible offer. And one of the core ideas that I'm gonna lead with in this coaching uh, experience, in this workshop, is the idea that your product and your offer are different. And you have to understand how to articulate your offer in a way that resonates with your audience on such a deep level that that they feel compelled, they feel like they qualify themselves to go and buy that thing. In fact, uh, it was just the other night, I bought something on Instagram. It was like an Instagram ad from a guy that I follow. And he was giving me, uh, or he, how funny is that? He was giving me, he was running an ad that was talking about, he said, are you an established uh, you know, expert business owner or coach? Uh, one of the biggest challenges is, is understanding how to uh, build the right levels of cash flow in your business and then also set it up for retirement and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's like speaking to me. I was like, that's the thing that I'm interested in really learning about at the moment. Like I'm going deep and deeper into numbers at the moment, which is not my natural forte, by the way. But, but um, he just spoke to me like directly. And I remember I, I went to the thing and I just bought it right away and I bought the upsell and all that sort of stuff. And it's awesome. I'm excited to get into it. But but here was the thing. The thing was, is that he knew who I was. And the reason why he knew who I was is I know this guy. Um, I don't know him personally, but I, I know that he's worked directly with, with very successful experts and coaches for many years. He ran, he ran one of the biggest Facebook agencies in the world. And um, so I knew that he, he knows me, not me personally, but he knows kind of my world. And so the reason why I bring that up, the reason why I share that is because many of you are making offers and trying to automate offers and you, and you don't know what your audience actually really wants. You don't know what your audience, how they are actually articulating their problem, how they, how they want to be worked with, what they really need what the, yeah, like, except like all of those sort of things. Now, what's cool is that for me, if I go back to this, my productivity academy, my first product I ever created, um, 
I didn't change the course. I knew the course was good. I just changed how I articulated the course, which is what I'm, which is what I'm diving deep in today in the coaching, uh, in the workshop for our elite guys. Um, and one of the insights that I think you need to get that I'm going to go in the workshop today is this idea of you shouldn't sell the journey. You have to sell the destination. And so one of the things that I did when I, when I repackaged my course was I got really clear on what people wanted as an outcome and what they really didn't want as a problem. And I articulated it in their words. And so rather than taking them through all the steps of the whole course and everything inside and all that sort of stuff, which, which we love because we're the content creators, I really, I really doubled down on the outcome and the problem that they were facing. And what was fascinating, as soon as I did that, I actually, by the way, I actually got that from feedback that I'd sent to my audience, to my list. So the people who didn't buy which was majority of people, I got great feedback on what their real problem was. I got great feedback on what they actually wanted, on why they didn't buy, on what would be included, what needs to be included for them to buy. And so second time round, we sold, we sold a few more. I think we sold five or six, right? We did you know, about two and a half thousand on our second webinar. And then third webinar, we did about 10. And then it scaled all the way up to us running $100,000 webinars. And that took, that took about a year to get to that point, to, to run up my first $100,000 webinar. Uh, but what was cool was it was all about that feedback mechanism. And so for me, automation, I personally think should be the second stage of your business, not the first stage. And so what I mean by that is the first stage is really uncovering, discovering what, the, what your avatar, your audience really want. And if you don't get clear on that, you're not going to be able to really serve them or create offers that they want to buy on automation. And so this year for me, the, the big focus of our business has really been about um, creating automation, creating optimization was actually the word optimization in our business. And that's partly improving programs, improving things, improving um, feedback mechanisms and systems. But it's also optimizing uh, our marketing, our marketing systems, and so we're we're running a lot more automations now, which has been amazing. But I just I just want to encourage you that for for some of you, you're wanting to go into automation, and that's great as a goal. But if you go there too quickly, then it, it will it will actually slow down your progress. It's almost like it's kind of like batting practice. I, I grew up playing baseball, even though I grew up in Australia. I grew up playing baseball. And uh, getting at bats, getting more at bats was the way to improve your swing, improve your batting average, improve how well you hit. You got to get more at bats. And, and I think live at bats are better than automated at bats. And the reason why I say that is because of the feedback mechanism that you get. And so here's some ideas. So a launch, running a launch, especially when, when you, if, if you haven't ran something before running a beta launch or something like that, the positives of running it is that you actually build a massive momentum and your brand gets known. Uh, because if you're only automating, there isn't like this swell that, that occurs. And so what I love about a launch, a live launch, is it creates brand, it creates momentum, and it actually generates a lot of profit. I know for me, uh, one of my good friends, Mel Abraham, talks about this idea of um, it's kind of like a launch uh, skimming. And so basically when you do a launch, you should skim a chunk of that money um, because you've put in the time, the effort, all that sort of stuff. 
and put it in investment or something like that. And so that's a really cool philosophy as an expert owner um, to take your money and keep reinvesting it because it's so easy to put it back in the business. It's so easy to just like, oh, okay, I'm going to put it back in the business. Uh, and then, which is great, but it also doesn't build, um, you know, your, you know, your retirement, all that sort of stuff. So uh, take the profit and invest it as much as you can. And so, but build your brand, right? Build momentum. Uh, the negatives of launching is that it can be tiring, right? I totally get it. I mean, for us, we would normally run, we normally ran about three to four launches a year. But I've got to say, I just literally just spent two days um, with, with some of my friends in a mastermind I'm involved in. Uh, and we were talking about that. There was one woman that I really, really respect. She runs four launches a year and a uh, multi-million dollar expert business owner, but she runs four live launches a year, right? And, and she's very systemized, very automated. She's got a lot of automations going on in her business, but she even said to me, she was like, there's nothing that like kind of replaces that energy that a live launch does. And so, so I'm not saying don't automate, but I'm saying that what I'm saying is like, you've got to launch live first. I really think that that is the key to getting momentum, getting profit, getting feedback, all that sort of stuff. Now, the negatives of live launching is it takes time. It takes a lot of planning. It takes some investment of money even, and it takes a lot of effort. And so, so I think you should plan to like, maybe if you say, okay, I'm going to live launch this thing for a year, right? It might be five or five live launches that you do of launching something. And then by the end of the year, you want to move it and start testing the automations of it. And so moving it to like an automated webinar or something like that. And so in our elite workshop today, I'm going to be talking about this idea of like moving the offer from the live launch to the, to the automations. And when you do that, you start to make that shift, you get the testing, but I like to live launch still. So it's kind of like a crossover. So think of it almost like an overlap from the sense of you've got live launches going on still to because you know that they bring in money but you've also got the automation starting to come underneath the surface so there's three things that stop you launching profitable offers and that is number one not having enough experience with your audience to speak their language which is what we talked about before so if you don't know how to say the problem the way that the audience says it usually you need to do a bit more research and the audience is always right. So go, go with that, go with how the audience describes it rather than how you describe it. Now you can have both, but you need to have their description as well. Number two, not having audience and offer synergy. So audience and offer synergy is the idea that the, you have an audience that can pay for your services. Like they've got money, they've got access. You can actually help them and you like helping them right? So that's the audience. But even more than that, there's a synergy between what they want and the offer. I've seen a lot of people have offers, but it's not really what the audience wants. And that whole idea of like, sell them what you want, sell them what they want, give them what they, what they need. I actually really believe that. The reason why is sometimes you have to actually say, hey guys, this is what you want. They buy that and then you go, but this is what you actually really need. You need to do the deep work, which is fine. I don't think that's, in, in, that's lacking integrity. I actually think that that is really helping people to get what they actually you know, truly want at a, deep, at a deep level. And number three, one thing that stops you making profitable launches is not planning your promotions uh, for your goals. And so there's one calculator that we actually use uh, for our programs. It's like a launch calculator. And basically it works out how many leads do you need to have in order to hit your goal? So I'll give you an example. So for example, um, maybe you have a goal of doing a, a, a six-figure launch, right? You want to make $100,000 in one launch. 
So you've got to look at, okay, how much is your product? Let's say you've got a $2,000 product. So that's 50 people have to buy. But if you look at 50 people buying and you say, okay, I need a, let's say you base it on a conversion rate of 3% on 3%, you basically have to see that 50, that 50 is actually only 3% of the leads. Does that make sense? So essentially, so um, yeah, so it's um, 50 times, or what's it, divided by 0.03. Um, so it's 1,667 leads. You need 1,167 leads to do $100,000 at a 3% conversion rate on a $2,000 offer, if my maths is right. So when you understand that, what I just did then is um, it shows you, I need, you need, you basically, you need, um, you know, 1500 leads or whatever to, to do a hundred thousand dollar launch. And so now you've got to work out how to get a hundred, uh, 1500 leads, right? So that's, that's a whole nother conversation, but I just really want you to understand that, that running bigger launches is actually a numbers game. So it's not, it's not, it's actually a science. There's a science to it. It's not just all about, you know, um, showing up and having great energy. Okay. So when you move to automation, this is what I kind of recommend. If something's below $3,000, you can automate it with a webinar. I think anything below $3,000, um, I actually personally think 2,000 is the, the threshold. I have seen people do it at three, but I'd personally recommend keeping it under two. That's, that's, my, that's my opinion, that's my opinion. The second thing is, is if it's over $3,000 or even personally over $2,000 around that mark, right? I think you should do a book a call, a book a call. What I mean by that is you can actually have a webinar, like an automated webinar that leads to them booking a call with either you or a salesperson. Because if it's over $3,000, they really need to probably have a conversation uh, with you or with one of your team members or one of your students to make sure that it's a right fit for them um, to help them to make a decision uh, that is you know, congruent and stuff like that. So so the purpose of today's conversation was I really wanted to bring up this idea that that automation is a great goal. It's a great goal. And I think that you should live launch first to get great feedback, get great testimonies, get momentum, and really know that your offer is resonating and hitting with your audience. Then move it to automation. Now that you could set a goal of that could be with, with it could be within six months. I think six months would be a good goal to move towards automation. Uh, I, I have made the mistake, I would say, if I'm really honest, of not automating fast enough. So I personally stayed in a live launch strategy for probably a little bit too long. I, I probably didn't test automations quick enough. And so that's one of the big focuses with my coaching group with Elite uh, this year is really getting the audience to move towards automation. Um, once they've tested their offer, once they've got it selling, most of them, they have tested it. They have got it selling a little bit, like moving them to automation. Does that make sense? And so by the way, I have mentioned Elite a few times. If you are an expert and you already got an offer, it's starting to sell. Maybe you're doing, I don't know, three to $5,000 a month at least. Um, and you're wanting to move to automation. You're wanting to scale it up. You're wanting to build a, a, a webinar that truly sells. Because this is what I know is that Coaches who don't have a really strong webinar or live stage or you know speaking strategy, they're missing out on hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's exactly what we do in Elite. So if you're interested in that, go to my go to my Instagram. I'm happy to have a chat and see if you're a right fit. If you're not a right fit, I'll tell you. Um, but just send me the word Elite in my Instagram. Uh, it's just at Colin Boyd. 
and um, I'll just have a chat. We'll have a chat, see if you're a right fit. If you're not, I'll, I'll tell you a point in the right direction. If you are, we can have a chat and see if it's a right fit for you with the program. Does that make sense? So uh, feel welcome to have a conversation with me there, just at Colin Boyd. Just send me the word elite. So today we've covered this idea of launch to automation. I think it's about a six month journey, uh, personally. I think, I, now I've got to say guys, I, that, that, I, I launched live for six years. <laughs> so I launched live, so I say six months. I did it for six years. So some of you might think six months is a long time. It's, I don't think it is. I think it's long enough to get enough feedback, get enough resonance, test if your offer works. I think you can live launch two or three times in six months. You would launch your beta, you would launch the next one. Then I would definitely move it into automation at that point. And so you could run an automated webinar, you could run a video sales letter or something like that. So one of those would fit really well, right? If you wanna see one of our video sales letters, uh, that is working amazingly. In fact, almost 41% of people who go to this page buy it. 41%, it's pretty insane. Uh, you can check out conversionstoryformula.com. Conversionstoryformula.com is an offer that we have. It's a video sales letter. It's short, it's like 10 minutes video um, and the conversion rate is just insane. Uh, why? Because, because it's, it's an incredible offer. Once again, the reason why it sells is because the offer is really amazing. Uh, by the way, I, I was on my ads the other day and I literally have people commenting on my ads going, I did this course. This is the best course I've ever done in my whole life. Like, I mean, I, I've gotten uh, quite a few negative comments in my day on ads and I think everyone will get that. But to have positive reviews, it's, I'm like, guys, this is not a Google review. <laughs> this is not a Google review site. <laughs> this is my, my, one of my ads. But how cool is that, right? So that was just really, it was a really cool like feedback. Um, but yeah, definitely check that out, conversionstoryformula.com. If you want to have a look at how I've kind of built a video sales letter, it's a, it's a you know, cheap product. It's, it's under 50 bucks. Um, and, but it will just show you how to truly create an offer that converts and it will show you all the elements of that. So definitely check that out as well. Uh, so guys, yeah, we talked about this idea of live launching to automation, right? Live launching to automation. And so my encouragement for you today is, is one of two things. You're either in the spot where you haven't live launched enough. You haven't got enough feedback from your audience to truly know whether your offer is solid or not. So if you haven't, I'd encourage you to do that and get more at bats, do that faster. Or you're in the second camp, which is you've been doing live launching for more than 12 months probably. You've been doing it for years maybe. And you know it's time to start getting some automations in place. You need to get some, you either need to put it on an automated webinar, you need to put it on an on-demand webinar, you need to build a video sales letter or something like that, right? And that's exactly what we help people do in, in Elite. Um, so that you're in the, one of those two camps, right? You're either, you either haven't got enough feedback and you need to get more feedback or you've got the feedback, your offer's selling and you just haven't moved it to automation. I would encourage you to do that. So either one of those two, go out and do, Guys, make sure you are following the podcast. My goal is always to bring you insights. We've covered some really cool content today. I hope you found value. Uh, we talked about the whole idea of like launching, moving to automation, some of the insights around offer, about your offer isn't your product. Even just understanding that insight is like so valuable. I know for me that like blew my mind when I realized that. And so go out, make an impact, make more money, make a difference and build the life that you've always dreamed of. If you think this is gonna be helpful for a friend, why don't you send him a message? Uh, I know I always miss listen to podcasts that my friend messaged me about. So hit the share button, message it there. 
And um, I'm looking forward to continuing to serve you with the expert edge. And by the way, guys, next week, we have got an incredible, incredible interview coming up. One of the biggest people we've had on the podcast yet is coming in next week. So make sure you follow uh, the podcast and uh, bless you guys. We'll talk to you really soon. Bye for now. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step -step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.